This is episode 552 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Signs of a Tornado, If You See These Three Things, Get Shelter. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by the HydroBlue VersaFlow water filter. Now the VersaFlow might be the most versatile water filter currently made. Not only can you use it for your own personal water filter needs, but you can use it to create a family-sized water filter. Now, I've created a free video and a PDF tutorial that shows you how to easily turn the VersaFlow into a family-sized water filter. Right now, you can have this family-sized water filter for under $25. To watch the video, get the free PDF tutorial, and a code for 20% off of the VersaFlow, click the link in the show notes or visit PrepperWebsite.com forward slash VersaFlow. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from preparednessmama.com, and the title is Signs of a Tornado, If You See These Three Things, Get Shelter. So let's go ahead and start. Knowing the signs of a tornado can drastically increase your chances of surviving unharmed and allow you the maximum amount of time to seek proper shelter. Not all locations make ideal shelters, but it is possible to be prepared and make wise decisions when you recognize that a tornado is on its way. So an impending tornado can be a scary thought for anyone and being prepared can help prevent injury to both you and those in your household. Knowing the signs of a tornado and what you should do immediately after recognizing them could save your own life and those around you as well. There is no fail-proof plan when it comes to finding the right structure to protect yourself from a tornado. But there are many things that you can prepare for in advance. Having a proper plan for what your household should do during a tornado is the first step to keeping everyone safe. The best preparation for a tornado is to practice the plan you have in place for what needs to happen. Have a predetermined location to meet. Have a stock of protective coverings in your shelter. Keep food, water, and first aid supplies stocked in on hand and turn on a TV or radio for no weather warnings and information. Having a safety plan in place will allow you the most amount of time possible when signs of a tornado become apparent. Most tornadoes will not last very long, but having the necessary survival supplies on hand afterwards will ensure that you are prepared with essential food and water until emergency services arrive. And guys, let me just uh, interject here really quickly you might not even have damage to your home, right? And so that might be one of the things, right? You, you have damage to your home, emergency, you know, services are going to arrive, all that kind of stuff. But and so you have, you know, survival, you know, preparedness, you know, gear, survival gear, you have food, water, you have all that kind of stuff. The other side of that is you might not have any damage at all to your home, but all around you might be devastated. So, you know, the, the street next to you or, or whatever. And so you might have power lines that are down. You might have, you know, other infrastructure that is, you know, just ripped apart. And so you're good. Your house is good. And everything, you know, all your supplies, all your preparedness gear, all that kind of stuff is good. 
but you're not going to have electricity coming into your home and all that kind of stuff. And if depending on how bad it is, you know, there's been some places where like whole cities were devastated, whole towns were devastated. Well, then you your shelter might be good, but you're going to have you're you're going to be waiting a long time is what I'm trying to say here, trying to get the words out. You're going to be waiting a long time for services to be completely, uh, you know, back to normal. And so that's where your preparedness kicks in, even in something like this. All right, so let's go ahead and keep on going here. Keep in mind that even if you are very prepared, tornadoes can strike at any moment. Be sure to know the locations of a few local shelters near where you spend most of your time away from home. And make note of de dedicated shelters at stores, schools, or other locations that you frequent. No shelter is perfect, but having protective coverings such as thick blankets, mattresses, and sleeping bags can help prevent injury from flying debris and other things the tor tornado is throwing around. Now, contrary to popular advice, there is no benefit to being gained from opening the windows of your home to equalize the pressure as a tornado will easily be available to break them. Having a radio, TV, or other electronic device that can receive NOAA weather alerts and updates is useful for before, during, and after a tornado so you can keep up with the latest information and know when it's safe to leave your shelter. Now guys, there are NOAA radios that you can have on, like weather radios, and you just have on and the only time they will come on, the only time you'll hear anything is when there is alert an alert, right? And so you'll hear a beep, and all of a sudden you you'll hear the weather alert, and those are very valuable. And you know they plug into the, of course they plug into the power and stuff like that, you know, to your AC outlet. But if you are at home before you know a tornado strikes, that would be uh, you know one of those alerts that you definitely would want. And so I think the one that I I think mine's a Midland. I think it costs $45, man. It just sits, you know, on top of the refrigerator there. So if there's ever an issue, you hear a tone and, you know, you go from there. But then you can also, you know, just click the button and hear the weather report if you wanted to do that as well. But then having maybe a battery-powered, uh, battery-operated uh, radio, that's always one of the crank ones. There, You know, there's some that when you do that, you're going to want AM, FM, you're going to want NOAA, you know, the, the NOAA station on there. And then if you can have short wave, that would be good too, because sometimes you can get information that way as well on there. All right, so it's a good idea, continuing on here, it's a good idea to also have a predetermined place for your household to meet to shelter from a tornado in case you are unable to communicate directly before a storm. Even if you're all on the same property, high winds, loud rumblings, and other signs of a tornado can make efficient communication more difficult. So let's talk a little bit about the signs of a tornado. While some tornadoes will pick up suddenly, others can take quite a while to touch the ground. The signs of a tornado may seem visually different during the night and day, but the symptoms are the same. It's important to note that while many tornadoes take on a funnel shape, not all of them will, and that is a key reason to know the other signs of a tornado. Once you witness one of these signs, you should aim to take shelter as soon as possible. So the first one up is changes in the clouds and sky color. During the day, you may notice that the sky will turn a blue or a green color and the clouds may start to move or swirl. Changes in how the clouds are moving are a good indicator of an incoming tornado and a strong rotation in the clouds is almost always present. 
You may also notice a swirling around of dust or small debris in the sky even before the tornado appears to have touched down. Not all tornadoes will have a funnel-like shape and the wind picking up dust and debris might be one of the few indicators. Before a tornado reaches its funnel shape, you may notice the cloud base twisting itself into a rotating pattern, similar to water circling the drain of a tub. This swirling is one of the most classic signs of a tornado and a reliable indicator that you should take shelter immediately. Next up, swirling debris or dust. If you have noticed changes in the clouds, you may have also noticed the swirling of dust or other debris that appear in the sky. The debris you see may be large or small depending on the wind speed, but it may form into what looks like a wispy dust devil. This swirling wisp may be a sign of a tornado is on its way, but has yet to move downward from the clouds. It also, it's also during this time that there may randomly be a profound shift in the winds that you can see move the debris around, followed by an eerily dead calmness. The shift in eerie calm is another sign that a tornado is coming and you should be well on your way to finding the nearest shelter. It is not possible to predict how bad a tornado will be based on the swirl of debris or the wind alone. Alright, so what about hail, rain, and rumbling? Hail is another telltale sign of an impending tornado, particularly if the hail is golf ball size or even larger. The storm conditions that lead to a tornado frequently create an updraft that can make conditions ideal for hail to form. These conditions are most robust directly above the tornado and the resulting hail will be most significant where the conditions are most favorable. It is possible to have a tornado without hail and it is also possible for hail of any size to form before a tornado strikes. Now, some have described the rumbling that precedes a tornado to be similar to that of a loud freight train, while others have described it as more like thunder that doesn't fade away. Either way, a consistent rumbling that doesn't fade away is one of the signs of a tornado. There may also be louder than usual sounds from the wind velocity created in the debris that the tornado is moving around at high speed. Debris may smash into other debris and various items on the ground, so it's advisable to take shelter when you hear these kinds of sounds. So tips for taking shelter. When finding a place to take shelter, it is a good idea to follow these tips. Avoid windows whenever possible and look for interior rooms. Shelter on the lowest floor possible, but not underneath very heavy objects on the levels above. Do not seek refuge in mobile homes, vehicles, or trees. And if outside, lie flat on your stomach and use your hands and arms to protect your head. If you are at school, work, or a place where a tornado drill procedure is already in place, be sure to follow the drill precisely. Remain calm and be aware of those around you. It is important to move quickly to a sheltered area. However, maintaining order will ensure the process moves swiftly and keeps everyone safe. Vehicles, mobile homes, and trees are easily swept up by tornadoes and make poor shelters in general. Even mobile homes that are tied down are no match for the high winds typical of a tornado. Now being outside is also less than ideal, so make every effort to move safely indoors. If you're in a building with multiple floors but not designated shelters, you'll want to move to the lowest level and find an interior room without windows. 
Shards of glass from breaking windows during a tornado can easily cause injury and will likely be blown around with other debris. So guys, that's another thing that you don't really even think about, right? You're thinking about getting into a you know shelter or whatever, but you're not thinking about all the, the stuff that can be thrown around and even something, you know, a little shard of glass, you know, going into your eye or, you know, whatever, you know, and that could cause so much damage. I mean, there's been reports of things like straw being, you know, having such a high velocity because of a tornado that it can go straight into bricks, right? And so you just imagine what something like that could rip through, you know, skin if you, you know, if you were out in something like that. So that's why it's so important to get into to a shelter. And then if you can, it was smart, like they were talking about earlier in this article, is cover yourself up with some towels or a sleeping bag or mattresses, you know, something that can take uh, you know, things that are blowing a, a, around if the wind kicks up in your house or, you know, if things start blowing around and things like that. So again, do your best not to shelter under very heavy items on floors of a building above you as a tornado can cause the upper levels to collapse and these bulky items can end up crushing you. A bathtub can provide limited protection, but a storage room or other enclosed area is best. Now, bridges are also a poor choice of shelter because they offer little protection from debris and are often close to deadly traffic and vehicle hazards. If you are near a roadway, do your best to get to a location lower than the level of the road and use your hands and arms to protect your head. So what about after the tornado has passed? After a tornado has concluded, you can expect to hear more information via news and emergency channels such as NOAA. Keeping a TV or radio on hand can help you get this information sooner. It's best to keep your family or group together and wait for emergency services to arrive and assess the situation at hand. If those in your immediate area need first aid, carefully tend to them while staying aware of your surroundings. Do not attempt to enter buildings that have been battered by the tornado, even if they don't appear damaged. It's also a good idea to avoid power lines and be mindful of dangerous debris scattered around the area. Lastly, you should avoid using open flames, such as a lighter or matches, in case there are fuel tanks or gas leaks in the area. All right, there was one comment here, and I wanted to read it because I think it's it's important. You might not be thinking about this. And sometimes, you know, our little furry members of our family, you know, they're important to us. So the worst thing would be is that you get into your shelter area and then realize that your dog is right out there and then you run out to go get them and you get caught right in the middle of it. So the this uh, Illini warrior said, two things I stress about tornadoes. If you have pets that you plan on sheltering, Find them and secure them when the alert is announced. We lose a few people a year that die looking for their slumbering cat. Secondary is head protection. Keep a bike or athletic helmet for the kids in the shelter area. Adults should have a hard hat that will also be necessary for post-storm cleanup and salvage. All right, so two great pieces of advice right there. It's nothing to have you know, and, you know, a helmet, you go to a resale shop, you know, somebody who is done playing football or whatever, and, you know, have something like that where you can put on top of the kids' heads. And that way you really protect uh, their heads from things that if things were falling and, and stuff like that. So really great advice there in the comments. All right, guys. So I know tornadoes hit certain parts of the country, 
but you never know where you're going to be, man. And so I think it's it's very important. Even down here in Houston, we've had times where we've had tornado warnings, and you it's just it's not it's not one of those things that you always hear about. We don't have storm shelters or anything like that, but you know we get those tornado warnings as well. And so uh, sometimes people heed them. Sometimes people make a joke about them, but it's always going to be that one time where you know when we. Uh, you know, when when something is not heated, that there's going to be some serious damage occur. So it's always better to err on the side of caution. And again, that is why we prepare. So this quick question here before I end this, uh, this podcast. Does your family know what they would do in the case of an emergency? Whether it be a tornado, whether it be, you know, a fire, whatever it might be. Does your family know what to do? Do they know where to meet up? Do they know where to go? And, you know, if it's a tornado, you know, what room in the home, you know, are the supplies that they would need, like helmets and things to cover themselves with? Are they nearby? Uh, You know, those types of things. You know, if you had a fire, does your family know where they would meet? You know, all those different kinds of things. Something, Something as simple as this. If you weren't home, do your kids or does your spouse know how to turn off the water, how to turn off the gas, how to turn off those types of things if they were needed? All right, so you know, just throwing a lot out there, but it's always good to have those, those plans in place. It doesn't cost you anything and it would pay off big time if it was ever needed. All right, guys, so like always, that's going to be linked in the show notes uh, here, preparednessmama.com. And the, again, the title is Signs of a Tornado. If you see th- these three things, get shelter, like always, linked in the show notes. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 552. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.